Saturday morning words and coffee. Just poured myself a nice cup of joe. It looks like a nice day actually shaping up outside. I hope things are good where you are. Today I'm going to do a reading of Robert Browning's My Last Duchess and then come back with a little commentary from me. Uh, but I do want to set the scene for this one. This is a dramatic monologue in, in Browning fashion, tradition. Uh, he wrote a lot of dramatic monologues, and this is one of them, one of the more famous. And as such, you're not the audience. In a dramatic monologue, there's always another person in the room or in the vicinity, and the character in the poem is talking to that person, and they're not necessarily talking to you. And so you're gathering information from what they're saying. So I wanted to set the scene a little bit because I think it gives you a fighting chance. Otherwise, it can be a little bit obscure to listen to the words that they're saying and not really know what's going on. Um, So in this, uh, Browning did base this on a couple of real people. Uh, One was uh, Alfonso, uh, the Duke of Ferrara in Italy in the 1500s. And he is talking to an emissary or a representative from the Medici family. And the reason they're talking is because Ferrara, or I guess Alfonso, is going to marry uh, a woman from the house of Medici, but he's been married before. And so he's telling this emissary what happened in the previous marriage. In other words, his last duchess. And what they're doing is they're walking into a room where Alfonso keeps a whole bunch of art, And he has pulled back the curtain to show a portrait of his last duchess. Her name was Lucretia. Uh, He's showing a portrait of his last duchess to this representative. And he spends a lot of time on the look on her face and the blush on her cheek and the the blush on her throat. And this this beautiful woman in this portrait and, and this glance that she has in her eyes. And they spend a lot of time talking about that. And he's telling the representative from the Medici family, what happened to his last duchess and, and how much he's looking forward to his next marriage to the, the woman from the Medici family. So here we are in a room full of art um, with the Duke of Ferrara talking to an emissary from the Medici family, my last duchess, Robert Browning. That's my last duchess painted on the wall looking as if she were alive. I call that piece a wonder now. Fra Pandolf's hands worked busily a day, and there she stands. Will it please you sit and look at her? I said Frau Pandolf by design, for never read strangers like you that pictured countenance, the depth and passion of its earnest glance. But to myself they turned, since none puts by the curtain I have drawn for you but I, and seemed as they would ask me, if they durst, how such a glance came there. So, not the first are you to turn and ask thus. Sir, t'was not her husband's presence only called that spot of joy into the duchess's cheek. Perhaps Frau Pandolf chanced to say, Her mantle laps over my lady's wrist too much. Or, Paint must never hope to reproduce the faint half-blush that dies along her throat. Such stuff was courtesy, she thought, and cause enough for calling up that spot of joy. She had a heart, how shall I say, too soon made glad, too easily impressed, She liked whatever she looked on, and her looks went everywhere. Sir, t'was all one, my favor at her breast, the dropping of the daylight in the west, the bough of cherries some officious fool broke in the orchard for her, the white mules she rode round the terrace, all and each would draw from her alike the approving speech, or blush at least. She thanked men, 
good. But thanks somehow, I know not how, as if she ranked my gift of a 900 years old name with anybody's gift. Who'd stoop to blame this sort of trifling? Even had you skill in speech, which I have not, to make your will quite clear to such a one and say, just this or that in you disgusts me. Here you miss, or there exceed the mark. And if she let herself be lessened so, nor plainly set her wits to yours, forsooth, and made excuse, even then would be some stooping. And I choose never to stoop. Oh, sir, she smiled, no doubt, whenever I passed her. But who passed without much the same smile? This grew. I gave commands. Then all smiles stopped together. There she stands as if alive. Will it please you, rise? We'll meet the company below, then. I repeat, the Count, your master's known munificence, is ample warrant that no just pretense of mine for dowry will be disallowed, though his fair daughter's self, as I have added starting, is my object. Nay, we'll go together down, sir. Notice Neptune, though, taming a seahorse, thought a rarity, which Klaus of Innsbruck cast in bronze for me. And that's Robert Browning's My Last Duchess. One of his more famous dramatic monologues. Again, a dramatic monologue. The rule is that the poet isn't speaking. A character is, and you are not the audience because the character is talking to someone else in the room. And hopefully you could follow along there and see what was going on. Uh, I like to look at it as a warning. You know, So here you have the Duke of Ferrara. He pulls back this curtain, which he jealously guards the visage of his last duchess, his last wife, and he shows it to the emissary. Why does he show it to the emissary? Right? What, what is the point of this dramatic monologue? Why is he bringing him into this room and showing him this portrait? And I interpret it as a warning. It's a veiled threat that the dowry better be pretty good. He mentions the dowry at the end there, that line, where is it here? Let me find it really quick. Uh, the line at the end there where he says, I repeat your count, the count, your master's no munificence is ample warrant that no just pretense of mine for dowry will be disallowed. So any dowry I want, I know you're going to pay it because you want my name. He talks about that 900 year old name. The Medici's, the background on them was that apparently at this point in the 1500s, they were new money. And so having a, a name like Ferrara's, uh, lying around would be a good thing. So give me the dower I need, even though he follows it up with, though his fair daughter's self, as I have out at starting, is my object, which we know is crap. It doesn't really, you know, the fair daughter is, an, is a nice bonus, probably, to the dowry that he's looking for. Ferrer is an ass. Uh, he treats women like crap. He thinks they're there uh, as his bauble, a plaything, a piece of property, and he wouldn't be alone on that. We're going back to a time when marriages were more like mergers, for high and mighty families, whole kingdoms were sometimes decided on a marriage. Certainly, fortunes and property rights and things like that. Different times, or are they? I'm sure a lot of that goes on today, too. So that is Robert Browning's My Last Duchess. One thing I did want to mention, it's called My Last Duchess. And every time the poem gets talked about, I think, everyone talks about Ferrara and the Emissary, and then we forget to talk about the Duchess. And here we have... Lucrezia, uh, Lucretia, I guess is the way I would say it in English, but Lucrezia de' Medici, uh, 14 when she got married, I believe, and 17 when she died. 
So we're really talking about a girl and a teenager. Um, now, there is some uh, poetic license going on here. Historians pretty much seem to be agreed that she died of tuberculosis and that it was a rumor after she died, a rumor got started that Ferreira had bumped her off and poisoned her. Browning himself in an interview says that when he, when the Duke in the poem says, I gave commands and her behavior stopped altogether, that he either killed her or had her shut up in a convent. So there might be some, there's definitely some poetic license going on here. Um, it is a rumor that Ferrara bumped her off and poisoned her. It is not known as a fact for sure. But the poor thing, uh, 14 when she got married and 17 when she died and the Duke of Ferrara moved on to a merger with the Medici family down the road. And My Last Duchess, the poem, seen, I think, as a warning to the emissary from the Medici family that, hey, someone better behave themselves and the dowry better be pretty good or perhaps I'll have another portrait behind another curtain in my parlor. So there it is, My Last Duchess, Robert Browning. I hope you have a great week and hope to see you again soon on Saturday morning, Words and Coffee.